Everything you've just said makes me think you need to watch The Great more than ever. Oh, I want to watch that. You, you sent me a really to. funny clip of it. It's so inappropriate and debaucherous and irreverent and hilarious. And well, it sounds right up my alley. Well, and it's historical fiction, which you love. Oh, I do. God, I love you know so much about me. I do. I know you. I know what you like, baby. <laughs> it's so good. It's so well acted and so well written. It's on Hulu? Hulu, yeah. It's Elle Fanning and someone else's name I can't remember, and so many other people also. (laughs) Obviously. By the way, we're drinking vodka because we drank all the Prosecco. This is because we are recording two episodes in one night, and um, we already did one where we drank the Prosecco. Did we disclose that we do that? I think we are doing that right now. (laughs) I'd like to give a little shout out to High Noon Sun Sips. Their vodka and soda with pineapple juice is just phenomenal. It's quite delicious. That's where the evening has devolved to at this point. (laughs) And, you know, for us to be devolving at the beginning of an episode doesn't fare well. So good luck to all of you. Anyway. So normally, if I was Oprah, this would be really exciting when I tell you. (laughs) Normally when you're Oprah? If I was Oprah. Because you're not usually Oprah. Not today. (laughs) If I was Oprah and I was to tell you that this was the favorite things episode. Oh, then everybody gets a car. You get a car. You get a car. You get a car. <laughs> Instead, it's like, you get a suggestion and you get a suggestion and you get a suggestion. <laughs> because all we can tell you is what our favorite things are. We cannot buy them for anyone. We really can't. <laughs> you know, we've just got a little list of really suggestions of like, hey, we like this shit. You might too. You know, again, we're recording before Christmas, and this is well after Christmas for you. <laughs> and we want to talk about a few of our favorite things. Oh. There's a cat going crazy, clawing our knees. Cats are favorite things, but yes. Okay, we have some categories here. Categories. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, okay. no. <laughs> okay. And we're off. Blowjobs. No, just kidding. <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> There's really only one It's a few of Megan's favorite things. Actually, it's a few of my suitors' favorite things. Again, watch The Great, please. Okay, okay, well, blowjobs, okay. I'm telling you, it is, they go there. Okay. Well, it's kind of like a blowjob. Gifts. (laughs) Gifts. Gifts. We've already had that that problem (laughs) a year and a half ago. Gifts is a hard word to say. It is. It's difficult. What are some things that you like to give as gifts? You know, I really love finding the perfect gift for everybody every year. And so I don't have like a particular set of things that I love to get for people because I really like it to be individualized. But that being said, what I do really like to do is get people ridiculous t-shirts that are funny. Yes. Etsy is a good source for that. I get a lot of more personalized gifts for people off Etsy. Yeah. And then I feel good because I'm supporting like totally. local you know, yes. businesses. Speaking of funny t-shirts, mm. we got funny t-shirts for Christmas this yes, year. Yes, we did. Thank you, Liz. Mine says, not a hugger, and it has a cactus on it. It does. <laughs> and mine says, that's a horrible idea. What time? <laughs> Which is perfect. I think that we should go out one night and just wear those. Mine's like a muscle tee. I'm going to have to wear a sports bra under it or something. That's fine. We'll go out in the summer. Okay, great. A couple things that I like to get as gifts for people are, number one, I really like subscription boxes. Mm-hmm. Like I just got Alicia a single swag subscription. Again, this is coming out after Christmas, so you're not ruining any surprises. Exactly. <laughs> Other fun subscription boxes for ladies of any age, really. Fun, Rocks Box, Stitch Fix. 
Those are like kind of gifts that keep on giving, right? Yeah. Like you get a box every month and it's fun to get something in the mail. And my ex-husband does Stitch Fix and he loves it. Yeah. I've gotten it for my kids before too. Oh, he does it for our son. Yeah. And you can get just one box. So like for my kids, like for Christmas last year, I got them each a Stitch Fix box mm. and they loved it. I started doing one recently that's not Stitch Fix. It's different. And I'm going to hold off on saying the name for now because I'm not yet sold on <laughs> Any of it. I don't. That's the one who essentially sends you pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great subscription box. It, I mean, the problem is that in the pictures they pair the pajamas with high heels, and I, I can't. No, uh, no. Remember when Alicia thought that we should start a sex toy <laughs> subscription box and she was convinced it was like a million dollar idea, but there's like 8,000 of them already. <laughs> well, and I didn't know that. I was like, that's amazing. Like, that's such a good business idea. And then I you were like. Googled for two seconds. Hey, guys. <laughs> and found articles that were like, here's the 12 best ones. <laughs> like, sorry. And we were like, oh, darn. But Shit. where do we sign up? <laughs> right. I also like another gift that is not material, but I like to get people cameos. Yes, you do. <laughs> Thank you very much. I got Michelle a cameo from Elise Myers, uh, who, if you're a faithful listener, you know is like our favorite. She's the best. TikToker. Why do I have a favorite TikToker? Oh, God. <laughs> I am <succumbed>. 42. <laughs> you know what? I don't know how old she is, but she is hilarious. And she and is so relatable. A mom and uh, yes. relatable. Yes, all the things. Anyway. But I have gotten my kids a lot of cameos for birthdays or whatever from these little YouTuber, Minecraft streamer people that they love. They're always so excited about oh, it. Oh, yeah. And then because... Because it's recorded and, and you just have the link, then they forward it to all their friends. And it's it's a very exciting moment for them. I will say I did feel incredibly special when Elise Myers was talking directly to me. She was like, hey, Michelle. And she mentioned the podcast. Oh, my God. And- Anyway, it's just really fun. If you can find a celebrity that whoever you're giving it to particularly likes for them to get a surprise video that's like, hey, Michelle, or whatever, and they're talking directly to you, it's a fun gift. (laughs) Tasha told me that she was at a barbecue with her family once and her cousin got one from Andrew Dice Clay that (laughs) somebody sent. They must have said, like, I'm at this place with these people or something. And he must have done it immediately because then he's, like, naming all the people there. And they're like, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) That's so, if if you were drunk and you heard that, you'd be like, wait, is he here? Wait, Andrew Dice Clay, are you in the bushes watching us? What's happening? Okay, moving on. What the fuck? That was, like, an amazing book that you bought the other day. It was, like, a gift (gasps) for yourself. Oh, my God. (laughs) Can you talk about that a little bit? Yes. First of all, I love a bookstore. So very much. Me too. I love just touching all of the books as I walk around, finding new things that I've never seen before. The smell of a brand new book. Fresh off the print. Yes. I have so many books in my house that I have not read. There's a word for that that I can't remember, like stacks of books that someday I'll get to them, hopefully. someday. When you have to move to your bunker, just take your books. (laughs) There you go. This year, I did a lot of my Christmas shopping at a local store called Third Place Books, and they've got... 
Oh, my kids got gift cards to there for yes. Christmas. That place is, it's not like full Barnes and Noble size, but it's really big. Mm-hmm. They have everything. They have like old, what do you even call it? Not antique books, but like rare finds, first editions. They right. have a whole section mm-hmm. of that kind of stuff that like, I don't even dare to touch them or go near them and right. breathe on them, right? Ooh. And then they've got a bunch of like little gifty stuff and funny things and local artists. And it's just awesome. I fucking yeah. love it. And so I did a big shopping trip there myself, and then I took the kids there. That's where we got the Santa picture done. From the last episode that yes, you referenced? correct. Yeah, okay. They were able to pick things out for their grandma and their uncle and their dad and, and some friends, too. And I fucking love it there. I never know what people have read, first of all. Or, you know, there are some people that I know that they sit down and read and have time to do that and right. make that a priority. I'm going to be one of those people someday. God damn it. Let's go, I used to be one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to find that again. Yes. I remember that from our vision board episode. Mm-hmm. So I love the idea of finding something like, oh, this is going to spark their interest or, mm-hmm. or this is an interest they already have and this is going to feed right into it or whatever. Right. So I was at Barnes & Noble recently. I was doing the full on browse. Like I had no idea. I knew I needed some stuff for some people, but I wasn't looking for I think I was looking for one specific thing and then just things for other people. Yeah. I happened across this book, The Dictionary of Obscure Sorrows. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's kind of depressing. But then I picked it up and it is, I'm going to find the little like blurb on it because this, it's amazing. Um, here's a review of it from Bustle. If you've been waiting for your daily dose of beautiful, the Dictionary of Obscure Sorrows is going to do the trick for you. The site is a collection of made up words that perfectly describes some of the most profound feelings human beings are capable of experiencing. Words that, for whatever reason, have not yet been defined by any one term. You may find yourself nodding your head in a meditative state of quiet relation and subtle reverence the longer you scroll down the page. This must be about the website. In short, this man's mind is beautiful, and it's written by John Koenig. I don't even know how to describe it. Like you, it's the, He calls it a compendium of new language. The feelings that we've all had that you don't... That don't you, have a word for. That there's no word for. Especially things that like, oh, I didn't know other people felt that. Mm-hmm. Like one of them was the feeling that you're walking down the street and you're the main character in your story, but everybody else is the main character in their own story, which makes you an extra in their story. And so like, yeah. it's just the coolest thing. You were just reading me random shit out of it. And I was like, that's awesome. Right? That's awesome. That's it's awesome. phenomenal. I loved it. There was one, I was reading some of them to my daughter and she was loving them too. And there was one called Fool's Guilt. Mm-hmm. That was basically the feeling that you have when you're like driving next to a police car and you're not doing anything wrong. Right. But you're next to a police car. So you have that Fool's Guilt. <laughs> And so I was making fun of her because every time I walk in a room and she's on her iPad, she immediately is like, oh, and like shuts it. Mm-hmm. And she's not, I mean, maybe sometimes she's looking at porn, but probably not. But like, <laughs> I mean, we all need to look at it sometimes. So. I don't think she is. But like, I've talked to her. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I was watching this thing. And then she'll show me. And I'm like, then why are you jumping up and hiding it? You don't need yeah. to do that. And I was like, you got fool's guilt. <laughs> That's what's happening here. Like, it's these words for things you didn't know needed words even. It's amazing. And he's a good writer. So the way that he describes it is really good. Very cool. Anyway. Well, I'm sorry I didn't find that fucking book for you because that would have been the perfect gift for you. I didn't know it existed. And (laughs) you you know what? stumbled upon it. I was shopping for everybody else and I said, this one's for me. (laughs) Gift for Michelle. That's right. Okay, next category. Yes. 
some of your favorite guilty pleasures or time wasters? Oh, God. (laughs) This Um, is like a category of admission. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Okay. So I spend more time than I should and certainly more than I care to admit playing dumb games on my phone. Well, there's a reason they're so popular. A lot of people do I that. know. I know. And then I'm like, I just wasted my fucking time. But I typically <laughs> will listen to a book on Audible or a podcast while I'm doing that. Okay. So it makes me feel like I'm not completely wasting my time. But <laughs> yeah. And it's usually just like stupid little puzzle games. You know, it sounds know. to me like you're engaging your brain with that and listening to yeah. something. So your mind is active, even if your body is not. Yeah. I Well, that's most of my life. Um, <laughs> Story of my life. <laughs> I mean, I find it sort of zen and meditative almost like I just need to disconnect. Mm-hmm. And so it's a really easy way to just not think or feel. Right. You know? Right. Which I do a lot of. Sometimes if you've had an intense day or week or moment in your life, you need some sort of mindless, Mm -hmm. guilty pleasure where you're only somewhat engaged so that you can relax and process at the same time, whatever it is you're dealing with. Or just stick your head in the sand and not think about it for a while. (laughs) I'm not a fan of that approach. I mean, sometimes you need a few minutes of it, though. That's all I'm saying. I don't do that forever. Sometimes I feel like you can even count like dating apps as guilty pleasures. The video games. Yeah, because it feels like a video game. All of a sudden, you're like, holy shit, I've been on Tinder for half an hour or whatever. Reading profiles, swiping. I have better things that I could be doing with my time right now, but I got caught up looking at profiles of men. What are guilty pleasures? if not just distractions, really. That's true. I love, as you know, People Magazine. I have a subscription to it. It's not real hard hitting, but I like to keep up on my pop culture. I like to do the crosswords in them because I'm pretty good at crosswords anyway. And so the People Magazine crossword takes me, what, five minutes? I'm going to just tell people, I just buy those so that Michelle can do the crossword. Yeah, sure. Sure you do. You recently started your TikTok subscription. Oh, God. (laughs) I don't pay for that shit. That's not a subscription. You love no, to no, no, hate. No, no, no. That sucks more time than is okay at all. Because it's <laughs> a lot of good shit on there, though. <laughs> yeah, but every other app has turned to that same fucking model now. So Instagram and Facebook, they all have, they call them reels. And it's just, it's the short little snippet videos of whatever the fuck. And it's so easy to just go down a rabbit hole, scroll and scroll and scroll. And I'm like, what am I doing with my life? (laughs) (laughs) It's the same thing every teenager is doing. (laughs) Again, I'm 42. (laughs) We certainly watch our fair share of reality TV. Yeah. Favorites include Dating No Filter, Bachelor, Bachelorette series, watch some Real Housewives. That I've never, well, I mean, not never, but I don't watch Real Housewives. Some wags. I've never watched that. Wives and girlfriends. Never watched that. I, I feel like every time I start dating someone new, I have the like, okay, so I'm going to confess the most embarrassing thing about me. <laughs> so at what point do I, I tell them about The, the Bachelor? Bachelor. <laughs> 
But I just do it to be with my friends. <laughs> to be fair, we do half the time have no idea what's going on because we're drinking and talking and whatever. But we do sometimes watch. And it is entertaining. And we have done competitions. Well, that makes it fun for everyone. You did some art one year that was taped up on the wall. Did that all get thrown away when you moved? Yes, I'm sorry. I couldn't Uh, keep everything. God damn it. By the time I got to the basement, I was like, fuck it. Trash or Goodwill. (laughs) You don't think Goodwill wanted my beautiful signs that I made? You know, I. With champagne spelled wrong? I. Also, again, we drink while we're <laughs> Sometimes they give me Sharpies and paper, and I <laughs> need to make pretty things. All right. I feel like we should move on okay. to a new category. Yep. Ooh, this is a fun one. I've labeled it shopping slash cozy things. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> if I'm going to tell anybody what they should shop for, it's going to be sweatpants. So well, you and I are both wearing what we have referred to as our Lo- hug sweats. Lovingly dubbed hug sweats. For a long time now. Yes. I have... I think six pairs. Holy shit. Do you really? Five or six pairs. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I think I have two pairs of hug sweats. By the way, they are not branded hug sweats. No. We call them that. And two pairs of really what are hug shorts. Yeah, I have those too. Pajama shorts. All of this comes from Target. It's the Stars Above brand at Target. And they are the most comfortable things. It feels like somebody is hugging your leg. And more so when you first buy them. After you've washed them a few times, it's a little less soft. But, you know, whatever. whatever. They're like $19. So They're still the hug sweats. <laughs> They're pretty great. I wear them a lot. They have pockets. Last year you got me some hug sweats for Christmas or was it my birthday? I can't remember. I don't remember. But I was like, hug sweats? (laughs) And now both my kids each have a pair and they call them hug sweats too. And people are like, what is that? Your daughter texted me about the hug sweats. (laughs) Yeah, that's an update. My kids now have phones. And something I did not foresee is that they blow up your phone. They blow up Alicia's phone. All of my friends, they text. (laughs) It's mostly your older daughter. Yes. It's basically entirely your older daughter. But I'll take it because it's a good line of communication for me to have open. She loves you guys. so Well, I love her too. They both have Alicia listed as sissy in their phone because they've always said that she's like their sister. Okay. What about... What What are are we talking about? Cozy things? Yes. What are some other cozy things you love? I have a blanket that my friend and coworker gave me a couple years ago for Christmas that is a giant round fleece tortilla. Ooh, that's a comfortable blanket. Yeah, so you can wrap yourself in it and then you're a burrito, (laughs) which is perfect. The other day, it was Friday morning, I took my son to school and I came back to my house to then get my daughter and your older daughter off to school because she had stayed with me the night before, which Mm -hmm. you know. I walked in, they're sitting in the living room and my daughter is completely wrapped up in the tortilla blanket on the couch. (laughs) And I was like, hello, ladies. And she goes, due to me being a burrito, I will not be able to go to school today. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, nice try. (laughs) It's your last day before winter break. Get the fuck up. Speaking of cozy blankets, remember for Cody's 40th, how I bought her the cape blanket yes that has a hood on it that thing was amazing and, and pockets pockets and Everything like you pockets. could literally wrap it around yourself like a cape and it was kind of like sherpa inside it was a real hit you know i need one of those because what i have to do is take the tortilla and wrap it around my shoulders and then use a hair tie to make <laughs> a little seen to you make do it that. stay it looks very stylish um things that make me cozy i'm just gonna go ahead and say my vape pen Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I haven't uh, busted it out in a while, but 
Yes. Shout out to Urban Elements. And to Lux down the street. Great customer called? service at those places. Absolutely. Uh, we have a lot of pot shops very near our homes. Um, thank you, Seattle, for your progressive <laughs> outlook on things. And, you know, if you've listened to Efficient Inc., that episode, you certainly know what Michelle and I are like when we hit those vape pens. <laughs> a lot of laughing. Although that, that might have been edibles that night, actually. They certainly make me feel cozy. Absolutely. And, you know, if we're shouting out our favorite things, if you have a little cartridge of Jack Herrera or Girl Scout cookie in that vape pen, you'll be real happy and yeah, cozy. And popular as well. <laughs> Very popular. Can you transmit COVID by sharing your vape pen? I'm certain you can. <laughs> So maybe we'll hold off. I really enjoy the rack for shopping. I enjoy your rack, too. <laughs> what? Your rack is amazing. Thank you. <laughs> Especially right now. You're clearly not wearing a bra. I am not wearing a bra. <laughs> I am jostling my boobs. <laughs> I'm used to it. The rack. Oh, like Nordstrom rack. As in Nordstrom's little sister. Got it. There oh, is oh. a lot of fun and cozy things there. Yeah, I just was there, actually. I got some new bras, which was lovely, which I'm not wearing right now, clearly. (laughs) And I got a coat for my daughter because she keeps trying to go to school in, like, a thin-ass sweatshirt, and it's fucking 40 degrees and pouring. I can't get my kids to wear anything but a sweatshirt and a raincoat, and I have to fight about the raincoat, which is, like, super thin. Oh, no. I've made it a rule now. I got her this fluffy fucking big black hooded long winter coat. Where does she put it, though? Where did she put it? In her locker? Or? I have no idea. My kids are like, we don't have anywhere to put it. She probably wears it all day, frankly. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Thank you, the wreck. Anything else under the shopping and cozy things category? Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Could you imagine just diving into a pool of cheese? Yes. <laughs> yes, I could. Did you just come over there? A little bit. Very wet. I just, when you said that, I immediately pictured, (laughs) it would sound disgusting, (laughs) but like diving into just really warm mac and cheese. Oh, (laughs) that doesn't sound bad at all, actually. Uh, Now I want mac and cheese. Did you know that at Bitch Don't Grill My Cheese... That was delicious. That we ordered from. Mm. They have a grilled cheese sandwich that has mac and cheese in it. Yeah, I saw that. In case you're like hoping to increase your carb load that night. You know. (laughs) Or just went through a bad breakup or something. (laughs) When we were ordering that, I took a long, hard look at that and thought, (laughs) I just can't do it tonight. Maybe someday I will. You know, it's going to have to wait because I'm doing Whole30 in January. Boo. I know. It's happening. I maybe would do it with you in solidarity, except for I'm going to Mexico in January with Alicia and Heather. So can't do that. I need to like train, actually. Yeah. So I need to do the opposite. <laughs> You're going to cut back on drinking and I'm going to like pick it up a little. You'll take because... care. So these episodes are going to get real fun for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure I'll have some stories. Yeah, I and bet. As usual, probably some I can't tell when I return. Yeah, most of those are not fit for public consumption. (laughs) I can't talk today. I don't think people realize, we've said this before, but there are a lot of stories we have that we do not tell. Yeah, we say a lot of things, (laughs) which probably makes people feel like they know everything. We save a lot of things, too, that definitely we don't want to disclose. Or can't. (laughs) (laughs) Or legally cannot. Yes. Just some senators and no, just kidding. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So many cozy things. So since we're feeling warm and cozy. Yes. Let's talk about favorite causes to support. Mm, 
So many. Can I start this Please one? Please do. I mentioned in the last episode that I had a very dear person to me pass away recently. She has a little scholarship fund set up under this organization called Alternatives for Girls in Detroit. If you look at their website, which is just alternativesforgirls.org, they have some really amazing information on there about the number of girls and women that they serve and all the crisis intervention that they do for girls that are homeless or trafficked. And there's a lot of cool ways that you can volunteer or donate. So that is one organization that recently has become one of my favorites to support. Their mission is amazing. The work they're doing is really good. And I was happy to donate. From what they started doing to where they are now Mm -hmm. is incredible. So that's one for me. How about you? I have kind of the the like local, very relevant to my life, and then the broad scope things. It's all important. Yeah. So close to home, I typically donate to... I've talked about this before, the program that my kids were in as like preschoolers, that's an inclusive program for kids with developmental disabilities at the University of Washington. And I donated a lot of time back in the day when I didn't have a job and I was there a lot. You had more time than funds to donate at that time. Correct. Which is equally important. Yeah, yeah. More recently, the clinic that my son goes to for his behavioral therapy that's become the donate when I can. And I've got that set on both my personal and my work, um, Amazon smile. Mm-hmm. So it's just, a, you know, probably a few cents every time or whatever, but something going in there. Maybe not a lot of people know about the Amazon smile thing. Can you describe Yes. That? If you shop on Amazon children, <laughs> like we all do, don't just shop on Amazon, go to Amazon smile and pick a charitable organization most of them are in there. Whatever it is that you want to donate to is probably in there. Mm-hmm. It just means that a percentage, and it's a small percentage, but it adds up over time. Right. They give back some small percentage to that organization or not give back, but pay forward, whatever. Since I set it up with my company's Amazon Smile, not just my personal one, which mm-hmm. I do a fair amount of damage on as well. Same. It's raised a few hundred dollars just this year for this one place, just my spending. (laughs) Yeah, you can raise a few hundred dollars that can buy some needed supplies or piece of equipment if it's smallish organization, you know, not a big corporation. The Amazon smile thing, we just got set up on I'm on the board for our little league in this area. And I coordinate our softball program and also coach because my daughter plays That's one of my favorite causes to support as well, especially because every year, you know, we always have scholarship kids. Mm -hmm. I like coaching Little League, which, by the way, Little League is 100% volunteer. No one gets paid. And it's a lot of work. Yeah. You would be shocked, y'all, at the number (laughs) of meetings and the hours of each of those meetings that Megan sits through. It's a lot of time. And she doesn't have any. So... Yeah, but you make time, right, for organizations you clearly that do. you care about. Yeah, you do. A lot of parents put their kids in, like, select programs because, in theory, you know, you pay a chunk of money and you get quality training, quality coaching, mm-hmm. quality tournaments, games, things like that. For me, if my daughter wanted to play select, which she has played some select in the past, we can make that happen. But it's really important to me that she plays in Little League because... 
I grew up playing with kids who just had raw natural talent, but their family situations did not allow them always to be part of those Mm -hmm. expensive select programs with all their swag and all their travel and tournaments and everything. They were just really fucking good. Like they were just athletes and they just didn't happen to have a bunch of money in their family. Mm -hmm. My parents and other parents always kind of rallied together and supported those kids and helped them through with like whatever they needed and terms of equipment and meals when we traveled and things like that. And I have seen kids come through our local Little League program that, you know, they're scholarshiped, so they don't have to pay the registration fee. And then just the whole experience of being part of a team and one-on-one attention Mm -hmm. and learning like the discipline of committing to a team and all the things that are so great about youth sports that they can go out there and do because people are volunteering their time. Those organizations still need money because Mm -hmm. they need to buy equipment and they need to pay to reserve fields and they need all of these things. And so we're already asking people for money to sponsor teams and help us buy some of this stuff. The least I can do is donate my time in helping kind of move this along so that other kids and like the kids that I specifically work with, young girls who maybe don't have bougie parents (laughs) that can't afford (laughs) to play select. Mm Mm-hmm can have a place to play, you know, Mm -hmm. and a place to go, like, have that experience. So that's important to me, obviously. Yeah, clearly. And you give a lot of yourself to that. What else for you? If I'm giving to a bigger organization, like a more national or global organization, I typically am looking at things, and this is going to be a huge surprise to everyone, like ACLU and Planned Parenthood Mm -hmm. and, you know. The progressive, of course, ideology type places. Yeah, nothing less. Yeah, that's me. That reminds me. This total sidebar rabbit hole, but. There was this movie that I watched on a plane recently, and I thought of it because you talked about Planned Parenthood. It's from 2020, and it was called Unpregnant. Unpregnant? Yeah. Okay. And it's about this girl who's 17 who lives in Missouri. She finds out that she's gotten pregnant. She cannot get an abortion without her parents' consent in Missouri. And the closest state that she can go to to get an abortion without parental consent is New Mexico. That I'm sorry. That's the closest state to Missouri is New Mexico. It was in the movie and the movie was made last year. Holy shit. I'm assuming that's still accurate. And there's a moment where she goes on like a tirade about it because she just has a meltdown. But that's far. It is. The movie is really good. There's a lot of funny parts, too. And considering these two young actresses, um, it's really good. Oh, I think I've seen a trailer for this. I think I know what you're talking about. Where, like, the girl that she rides with was, like, her best friend from childhood, Uh but they weren't really friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm remembering the trailer now. Just now, when you were first talking about it, I was thinking it was a documentary, and I was... No. Okay. Well... (laughs) It's an actual movie. Okay. It's good, though. Okay, so maybe there's a place closer than New Mexico to Missouri to actually get an abortion? Well, without parental consent, I don't know. I mean, that's pretty big, you know? Yeah, I I was thinking documentary and and maybe that's not right. Let's look it up. But I don't know. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Anyway, sorry. That was totally random. But I thought of it because you mentioned plan. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be sorry. Let's see. This isn't really a cause to support. But as you know, being my friend, (laughs) I'm a really big fan of the website where you can do meal trains. Oh, yeah. Like when somebody is sick or injured or having surgery or Or they've lost someone or death in the family or whatever Mm -hmm. 
I think it's a really great organized way to get a lot of people involved in like a lot of people doing a little to help someone. And meals is the number one thing you don't want to or can't necessarily deal with if you're dealing with sickness or surgery or taking care of someone or lost someone or whatever. Everybody got to eat. So if you're just responsible for making or buying dinner one night and dropping it off, Mm -hmm. that's not a huge thing for you. But if you get 15 people to sign up to do that, then that's like over two weeks of meals. And usually people bring more than one meal's worth, right? right? I just think it's like a huge help to people to organize that. And now we have technology through websites and stuff. It's really easy to Mm -hmm. just send it out a big email blast and get people to sign up. So yeah, it's definitely really helpful. I know when my dad died, having people bring stuff so I just didn't have to think about it. Well, and Um, also having it so it's not like three people are bringing something one night. Right. So you know that one person is dropping off food. You only have to deal with that contact with that one person. They can give condolences or whatever they want to say. And then everyone else knows don't bring food on Monday because Michelle's bringing food on Monday or whatever. Yeah. I just think that's a really great way to help someone out Mm -hmm. that's going through something that is it's like a crowdfunding (laughs) (laughs) approach. So a little hyper local giving right there. Yeah. No, I like that. This wouldn't be a favorites episode if we didn't talk about our favorite Prosecco. Absolutely not. <laughs> we already finished it tonight, but we just have to shout out. It's a head snapper Prosecco. We still can't find them anywhere. I'd love to contact them, but there's no information. We're very confused. I don't understand. I can only find it at Safeway. I believe that only Safeway and Albertsons have it. Well, here, I guess in, you know, like California, it would be what's the equivalent Vons. I don't know. Or Ralph's. It's one of those. One of those is QFC and one of those is <laughs> Safeway. Anyway, nobody else has it here. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. And I can't like I Googled it. I can't find them. I'd love to get in touch with them and let them know how much we love them and talk about them. And they could go ahead and start sponsoring us <laughs> one of these days. At any moment. While we're on the subject of drinking, Mm. I must say that the margaritas that you make are my favorite and many others favorites. And we used to get them at your bar. Yes. When you had a bar. But I greatly appreciate that you continue to make them for us, even though you no longer own a bar. Well, because they're delicious. And I also enjoy them. Yes. I have to tell this funny story. And there are a few people who will listen to this who will get a fucking kick out of it because they were there and made fun of me for years. Justine, who has been on our podcast many moons ago. Yes, we should have her on again. We should have her on again. It was her 30th birthday and six of us went to Vegas. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) And that was a hell of a trip. Again, sometimes there's things we don't talk about. Right. One of the nights we were out at a restaurant before the full debauchery and... um, (laughs) It was Vegas, so I was not completely sober, so I'm not going to remember. And it was, you know, almost eight years ago. They had these 48-ounce margaritas. I mean, the thing was, like, as big as my head. Damn. And because I came from a world where I made really good margaritas and the place that I was at all the time made really good margaritas, I was thinking, I don't want to buy a margarita the size of my head if it's just made with, like, a bottled sweet and sour bullshit it's gross and so i was trying (laughs) are you trying to get like a sample no (laughs) no i was trying to talk to the server about how they make the margaritas because i wanted to know (laughs) and what came out of my mouth was more along the lines of 
Well, I own a bar. Oh. So. (laughs) (laughs) Which at the time you did. Oh, my God. I mean, yeah, but I've never been that fucking person. Ever, ever, ever. (laughs) If there was ever a time to throw it out there. And I wasn't even trying to be like that. I was trying to say, like, I know what the difference is between the fresh shit and the fucking bottled shit. Right. And is this good if I'm going to buy a $60 fucking cocktail that's huge or whatever it was? I don't even know. (laughs) I don't want it to be gross, but I wasn't clear and I was not sober. And (laughs) (laughs) how'd that go for you? Well, what came out was. I own a bar. Oh. <laughs> and these girls, to this day, will not let me forget that. Wow. I'm like, oh my God, that's not what I also, meant. Also, they all spit in your drink. No, probably. <laughs> Whatever. I drank the whole head-sized drink. It was fine. And how was it? Gross. I don't remember. <laughs> but we did go see Amy Schimmer later that night. Oh, so that man. was fun. That's a good night, no matter yeah. what. Then. <laughs> She's one of my favorite things. That's right. Well, have we done it? I think so. I, I mean, think so I have a lot of other favorite things, but sure. it's going to turn into a bunch of rabbit holes. So maybe we should just call it. I think that's a good idea. Well, well it is the new year. Fucking A. Well, it will be for you when you hear this anyway. <laughs> Let us be grateful that 2021 is behind us and everyone careful though because that's what i'm saying people thought carefully that 2021 couldn't be worse than 2020 and then 2021 was like hold "Hold my my beer beer." yeah Yeah. so absolutely jesus just watch out never ever say well it can't get worse because guess what (laughs) i have been it's end of days folks i have been every new year's eve for the last 84 years i have been saying i'm fucking done with this year yeah slam the door on its ass it's over and then some new bullshit comes along the next year so just everyone be really cautious and quiet and careful and just be cool okay be cool You know what? Be grateful for what you do have and don't fucking ask for anything. Don't be like, I own a bar. No, don't say that. I've learned the lesson for all of us. That was the catalyst. It was the butterfly effect. You shouldn't have said that. God damn it. Is this all my fault? Yes. Set into motion. I'm really sorry. Catastrophic chain of events. Really sorry, everybody. Fuck. Okay. I forgive you. Because you're one of my favorite things. Oh, you're one of my favorite things. <laughs> Prosecco Theory. You know what else is one of my favorite things is Instagram at Prosecco Theory. And you can send us an email to tell us your favorite things at cheers at ProseccoTheory.com. Oh my God, we didn't do it on the last episode. We talked about not putting things on Tee Public, so oh. it's fine. Okay. Yep, yep. Hit us up. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a TikTok yet. We probably never will. It's fine. <laughs> All right, you're raising your glass really high. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.